When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Welcome to Saturday Night Napsack, my friends. I'm Ken Napsack, another edition of the show that I often wing as I go along. But today on the show, I'm actually excited about this. I have two sets of interviews coming up that you should you should be just as excited as I am about. I get to catch up, and you get to catch up with Nick Mundy. Of course you know Nick. Screen junkies, college humor, just humor in general, and a great writer, a great actor, and just a good dude and all-around good friend to me. We got to work on a cool project over the uh, last few months, the uh, Sports Wars show, the Webby-nominated Sports Wars show. You can go to my Twitter feed, find a tweet recently where you can vote for that Webby Award. What's a Webby? I'm not even really sure. But it's cool. It's a cool thing at parties. Nick and I are going to talk about that and a lot of things. Nick's a wonderful, wonderful guy, but he's a colorful character as well. And online, there'll be interesting exchanges he'd have with people. And then suddenly one day, poof, he was gone. And we're going to talk about that and more coming up in a bit. On the other side of the break, got an interview with the... Husband and wife team behind Dead Celebrity, which is a website, an apparel store and brand and lifestyle. It's all of those things. And you might know it. It's the place where I've been purchasing my masks, my Darth Vader mask in particular, that I've been wearing around town like some sort of Sith Lord. You get to hear all about that, their story. And I actually think it is really inspiring. Christina is someone I knew a long time ago in my old job, my old life. Happy to connect with her here now. That's coming up in a bit. And this is what we do here on the show. We do a lot of silly things, do a lot of weird things, and then uh, we're going to have some interviews. Yeah, the Knapsack Files podcast feed was begun a long time ago now, 2013, with me just wanting to interview my friends because I think they are inspiring and interesting, and that's sometimes still what I love to do. It's hard to get people in studio to interview right now. In fact, no one is coming in studio because I'm following the rules. And you should, too. But remotely, we can all connect. It's fun to do that today. Uh, As always, I want to do a shout-out to my high-tier Patreon supporters. In fact, a shout-out to all my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. These are the people that invest in me, and it means a lot. My executive producers are Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan Expedor, Matt Thompson, Nathan Overdale, Zach Anderson, Ty Schellenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergeron, Andrew Siner, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, and Tyler Birch joining the executive producer ranks just this week. A lot of fun. If you want to support, go to patreon.com slash catnapsock for more. All right. Let's hear from Nick Mundy right here. All right, Saturday everybody. Night Saturday Night Napsock fans, I know you've been waiting for this for at least five minutes. Please welcome back to the internet, Nick Mundy. Uh, Nicholas, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I, I'm just I'm just checking on my slow roast. 
cooking a slow roast tonight. How does that go? What do you, what do, you do? What kind of what kind of bucket you put that in? I got an Insta Pot Christmas. Uh, mm. Then I didn't use it, and then there's some uh, some weird stuff going on last couple of weeks. Yeah, a and little bit. So and so, I don't know if you know, but it's been weird yeah. out there. Yeah, it's been a little. So yeah, you've been locked down, but you've been getting your sunshine. You've been sure. taking the kids out for a walk. And, oh yeah, and- yeah. No, we're just uh, having fun and uh, making the most of it and cooking some recipes and you okay. know, yeah. What what you do during a quarantine? I got what some bread could- start. I get some sourdough start if you want. Oh, I do want that. Can you just throw some at me when I drive by your house? Yes, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Are no, you I- a cooker? Are you a cooker? You like cooking? I'm. Uh, I've made. I, I'm. My best meal is ribs. Which is not a meal, it's so much just as like food, food stuffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, but usually it's in the middle, in the midst of a party. Uh, I've been getting into, I've been doing the cliche, getting into cooking during this time. <laughs> Let me discover some things about myself. It, well, you know what? There's going to be three people that come out of this whole thing. There's going to mm. be three people. One, it's the people. This sucked. We were miserable. And you know what? That's fine, because right. that's that's a perfectly good. Yeah. It's a perfectly good because everyone should feel the feelings they feel, and no one should be judged for feeling differently, except yeah. for like the Huntington people and the Michigan people. I, I'm I'm no I'm good with that. I I am uh, those people I'm, should those people should be judged. But like if you've been upset or sad or depressed or not, yeah. then that's fine. You should feel your feelings. That's what I th- not, yeah. I, I say, Nick, that you can be bored and concerned about the world at large at the same time right now. Sure, sure. I, you know, keep in mind, I don't, I haven't been on um, social media in a while, so I don't get a yeah. lot of what here, people, I've been doing that whole thing of like, where you text and call people, like you, I just bother you, I'll just bother you. You are the only person that calls in my life. Uh, I I both love it and, and hate it. Well, we did a project together and I'm not. You did. So. Okay. There's a lot to talk to you about in a short amount of time here. Sure. Um, why did you Why did you run away from Twitter? What was the reason? Oh, there was no reason. I didn't yeah. run away from it. It was just like, just there was like one. It was like, oh god, what was it? It was like January, mm-hmm. and people were complaining. Probably about we a star. Even complaining. It was just like, oh, oh, I remember. They announced the friends on was doing a reunion show right and there were everyone had a hot take (laughs) and then i was like you know what bye and i didn't say anything and i just i just undid it and then i've had to get on twice for Uh dms or finding a phone number okay Uh, it's it's not better no because like then i was on it like a month and a half later two months later and I saw yeah. one tweet, which I, I'm not gonna. And it was just like, nope, I'm I'm good. Oh, I thought it might have been mine. Um, no, I I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see yours. It's just you promoting nine podcasts uh, to the people listening. <laughs> I thought I was coming on to the Star Wars show because I oh. want to talk about the power of force, studly ripped action figures I found. We and can, I had I had nice things to say about Star Wars. Well, we could say that here. There's, a, or you know, or I could, you know, another day you come back and talk about it more on sure. the Star Wars. Podcast. Well, look, here, here's a preview. Here's a preview of what I would say in a Star Wars thing. Also, uh, if I sound, I haven't been on a podcast in like nine months to a year. You so. sound sexy. You sound beautiful. Oh, stop. 
Uh, no, uh, for me, and this is probably different for other people, my favorite time of being a Star Wars fan was in 1995. Take us back. And I'll, and I'll just give you like the highlights of my thesis. Take it uh, back. One, well, mm -hmm. one, yeah. uh, the prequels were just a fantasy. Just mm. like maybe they'll come true, maybe it'll happen, but right. but we don't know. And there was hope in that. Mm -hmm. And then, then whatever happened. Well, and then there was a bunch of bad ex expanded universe books that I read. Horrible books. But I read them. I, I, I read them. They were just Princess Leia. Uh, the, is that the one where Prince Shizor uses a, uh, that like, shadows his, the his, Empire, his right? musk to... Uh, uh, we and why don't you talk about chat? Why doesn't anyone talk about Shadows of the Empire all the time? There's a lot of people that Can do. Can I come I, back on your Star Wars thing and please. talk about Shadows of the Empire? A hundred percent. We'll do that next in, in a week or two. Hundred percent. Because they called it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about 1995 in Star Wars was I wasn't on the internet, and I didn't think yeah. anyone liked Star Wars, and it was nice. You weren't on Prodigy yet. Yeah, no, it was – I always tell people. They, they don't believe me, uh, the younger crowd. It was like a shared language if you found someone who liked Star Wars. And You're I like, did it, oh. and it was nice, and I was cool yeah. with it. You, you were just alone on the playground. That's fair. No, the, I, I think you're good Good reason. That's why we'll talk more about it over on Force Center. I, I'm totally down for that. Shadows of the Empire, a multimedia Star Wars experience. <laughs> Those are that, – that word. CD-ROM. Yeah, that word's caked in the first Clinton administration. Multimedia experience. Multimedia experience. Check uh, out this macro media. Um, we'll do that. We'll do that. Do you, um, do you have Richard. a lot of the Power of the Force uh, 2 figure lines, the buff figures? Apparently. Um, I oh, collected I a lot of figures, I guess, and never opened them yeah. for some reason. Oh, I think it's because I worked at a Best Buy and the Toys R Us was right across the street. And I was like, well, I'll waste my money this way. There's so my parents were going through the uh, – we have a barn at my parents' house. Barn. And they found a bunch of, like, Jack-specific wrestling figures and Star Wars figures. And I never collected figures. I'm not, like, what you call a collector of – well. You're not a me. Uh, That's fair. I'm not – no, I'm not, I'm not going to die. Like, when they find your body entombed by your pop culture enjoyment. Oh, when I'm buried in Funko Pops? Is that what you mean? <laughs> when the earthquake – I was, trying to be, I was trying to be politer about it, but yes, when you when you are murdered by your mm. lust and want. To... Well, but the thing is, now I, I have a, a lady friend in my life that makes sure all those are in a storage shed, so I have a better chance of surviving. All right, unless they come to life and murder you, it's possible which, for revenge. Why did you leave us? <laughs> Why did you leave us? So, kind of... uh, yeah, uh, I, I found some people. Well, what happened was, I have some friends <laughs> like. Having a kid who, during this whole thing, that knows enough but doesn't know how to process it is a really tough thing. How old uh, is the kid now? No, my kid's fine. Uh, my kid's oh. oblivious. Oh, gotcha. She you will not have to go through massive therapy. Well, That's great. She might because of her parents, but uh, who are going through this. Thing. Uh, but she, she will not. Uh, but I have friends who are like five or six, four or five, six. Right. So, you know, and they're big Star Wars fans, but it's like, it's hard to get toys. Yeah. Right? My friend goes to like flea markets with his kid to collect toys. That's what they do. So yeah. I was able to ship out some of my old episode one oh. 
and Power of the Force and uh, to to this to this young kid to a couple of them yeah to a couple of my friends' kids the, so it was like have some have some crap that's just sitting in a in a barn collecting You're dust and like they opened it immediately and I was like no the comp chips <laughs> you got <laughs> save the comp chips so you can hear Senator Palpatine warn you. I'm literally trying to find a comp chip reader. I, do you have one? How many can do you have? Um, I might have one. Yeah, I have. I all my oddly enough, all my Phantom Menace figures are out of the package. Everything else is still in the package. I displayed Poser. them. Poser. Yeah. Oh, I know. I displayed them. I was 22, living on my own, and and my apartment with my roommate. <laughs> and I was like, let's, let's take these out of the package, man. Let's put Qui Gon Jinn on let's, a shelf. Let's li- li- let's live life. Yeah. Uh, 1999 where no one thought anything could go wrong ever again in society oh yeah we 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 got through y2k and we're good we're we were clear through that all of this is just from 1999's hubris of hey guys (laughs) we're just gonna have a star wars in a matrix movie and we're gonna collect figures and and people are gonna sing songs about butterfly by a band named crazy town (laughs) but 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 everything's fine was, uh, what was your favorite year? You ninety five for Star Wars fandom, but what's your favorite year of life? Uh, not counting uh, birth of child or marriage. I'm gonna put those, those are, are Hall of Fame years. Those, those are, are Hall good, of Fame. Years. Well, those are good years regardless. Uh, I can't oh. say 2017 really? because of the MLB investigation. Um, oh yeah, ah, it'll be water under the bridge soon. Uh, I liked 2013 was pretty fun. Uh, 1998 was pretty fun. Oh, that's a good year uh, too. 90, like 90, well, like nineteen ninety four was rad. Like I've been have you been watching the Michael Jordan documentary? I have not. I didn't I wasn't a big basketball guy, so it doesn't I, matter. I, it doesn't matter if you I, know, I have friends I who don't even like sports who are like, How do okay. I watch this? I, I totally, I totally, because I love a good doc. You know how many times I've watched the history of the Eagles doc and I don't even like the Eagles. So the band or the football team or the animal? Uh it's it's just uh, the animal. No, the the band. Okay, right. and I don't even. But I'm, I don't. I don't even like them. I don't even like them. Well, the no, one, no one actually likes the Eagles. They just tolerate I them. I don't even think. No. Uh, so I I watched four episodes of the Jordan Doc and okay. the Beastie Boys documentary in one, and they take. They're kind they're of sunk set. up. They take place sure. over. I wish there was a ten episode Beastie Boys documentary. That could be. But so you're just really nostalgic for like 1993, 94. But that's when the Rockets won, so that's why I, like oh. I can't wait for them to talk about that. Um, little little Nicky Mundy in his Rockets jersey, rooting for the Rockets. Oh yeah. Um, how did uh, you you and I worked on something? You mentioned it. Um, yeah. How was it, how was it working with me on this project? Because you pulled me in, and do they uh, know about the project? They do. Everyone knows. Uh, in fact, okay. uh, I I put out the link to vote on the Webbies. Yeah, uh, Nick vote and for a Webby. On, What's a Webby? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I've never paid attention to. It. I know it. I know what. It, yeah, it's like a streamy. I don't know. I, I I'm familiar with the word. I've just never paid attention to it until now. What's the Divix and what's the DVD between the streamies and the Webbies? What's the Divix? Remember Divix? Um, never mind. You just yeah. Remember. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I worked with Ken. Yeah, that was kind of Wars. We did that in January and November through like January, which seems yeah. like 19 years ago. It does really seem like another time when I thought I could use that money for good, not to get groceries. Now I feel better. Now I feel better. Uh, yeah. So I was approached about this project and uh, I was busy mm-hmm. working on different things, but I, the first person who popped in my head was, 
hey, hey, Ken. Yeah. Ken. Now, I think the question is, how was it working with me since you did majority of the work? Which was the plan going into the time? It was, oh, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, no, it wasn't like you bailed out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll be honest with you. You were easy, so easy to work with on this project that I was glad that you, number one, were a little more busy. Um, but you... Well, you, we see, you, see me when I'm, you see me when I'm obsessed about the project. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, we were able to sit down, and I, you have a good sense of story. And so the spine, I could pull it out of you. And you were like, that's how it is. Go do it. And I'll have notes later. And for, as opposed, and I, I, have, I have no problems with my writing partner, Matt Key. I've written with Riley McCuga. Uh, 15 people in the town I've written with extensively. There's a guy named Riley McCuga. Yeah, it's it's. It feels uh, like there would be an influencer who's just big on cock TikTok called cock Riley McCuga. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, you you look like a TikToker. Um, yeah, Riley McCuga. It's a uh, it's a weird uh, zombie version of those two guys uh, with great hair everywhere, all head to toe. <laughs> um, no, no, seriously, because I, I I I wasn't at all trepidatious of working with you. I did work with you before, but in a different capacity. Very but different. You, I'm telling you, you would just sit. I all I needed to do was to get you sitting down for an hour, and with a notepad, I would write down your the words you barfed up, and you sure. have a good story, and you knew the rock, and you knew the Austin so storyline so well. It was tremendously enjoyable. Uh, I've had um, for me, I felt it was bad because it was like, hey, what do you remember about again, yeah. 1998, 1999? Uh, uh, yeah, your are very good years, yeah. And how do you put that into context for a podcast? Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things, and everyone sees it. Like, you, sometimes you're writing something, and you see everything in the head. You see the whole thing. Right. And then sometimes you don't. This one, for me, it was like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And the people we worked with, with Blue Duck and Wondery, they were great. And it was just, yeah. it was really easy going. It was, uh, yeah. but you did all the work. You were, like, the one that was, like, Christmas Eve, like, working yeah. with like an oil candle like well, i was like yeah what if like we talked about you know the truck bye but yeah. Well, yeah no there would be uh i'd be like up till two in the morning working on uh a, a scene before a deadline or whatever and uh i'd get a text from you like hey look at this cool, cool instagram post put that into the story and i was never frustrated because you always sent me good stuff but it was like oh fuck, damn well, to be fair though to be fair yeah. though that was the arrangement like, like no, the, I, I, but that was no, 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 not for you. That was totally fine. I was never like, God, I no, wish I, was more lifting. I was glad. I'm just saying it from a good point of view. You and I work together. And are those listening? I know a lot of people listening to my shows want to start their podcasts or do writing and they're young. Oh, they're yeah. trying to get in. Or, oh, absolutely. You have Nick was one of the best people I've ever worked with because he uh -huh. doesn't waste time when he sits down to go, go out the story beats. And I've been in situations too where uh you were going over page one for four months and we didn't have that time number one but you once i got you there you were like hey what about this and then i'd be like great great hey what if we move this you'd be like yeah yeah but what here the beats should be here and and whether or not you know you end up having to change things because of studio notes which were sure. we're pretty fortunate with those even though sometimes it can be frustrating um no so i mean that sincerely it's a good lesson for those writing out there work with someone who doesn't waste time you be I mean, the sure. one I, I, sure we talked about time cop plenty during the process or oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know uh we we there was there was talks but yeah no i mean well we had lunch look, we had lunch don't worry we, we had a couple of, you'd come over you, you yeah. saw the kiddo and it was good first because you and i haven't been around each other really regularly for a couple of years i know i haven't yeah been around anyone i 
<laughs> like I have a small little pocket and uh but yeah no yeah. It, was, it was real pleasant that was back in the times where you could go over someone's house and it was fun and you were one embraced the, yeah you're one of the last houses i've been at i think <laughs> I know, that's so weird yeah. it's like oh i remember seeing a person i remember yep. seeing the the last two uh i mean you know yeah obviously we've seen some stuff but the last two like outside normal we sat like, on the couch and exchanged thoughts yeah. and ideas yeah and then uh joe star and his wife Torlin are the last people that were at our house oh wow so like uh, hey let's have a snack what a, what a lovely group of people to remember humanity by you know you joe and Torlin, uh, well of course delara your, your wonderful sure. wife um those are good people to have in your memory banks before you go in the biodome yeah three out of four ain't bad um <laughs> uh, don't be that joe. hard on delara joe Joe Star. No, yeah, it was it was a great project, and it was it was also like, hey, can you talk about wrestling in a narrative sense? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't like one of those, hey, let's write a sci-fi adventure that takes place during the Taft administration. Oh, let you me know, write. that would be tougher to do. That'd be no, that'd be great. That right. But if you're listening, get to the have all the info in your head. Get that to. was my thing. Is just like, yeah, try, mm. you have to have everything, but. Be ready to be ready to well also like sure i didn't have a lot of time but you didn't have a lot of time you you have like 19 uh -huh. nailing you down to talk was always tough because it was like uh -huh. you have 19 podcasts to do and then you're right. doing yeah. other other stuff and then like you're a media maven and you're always and then, and then just i gotta have enough time i'm assuming i'm assuming like on yeah. twitter right now there's just 30 pictures of you on like some podcast I with it not. and without sunglasses yeah yeah with <laughs> no look i like i like mccoog and i really, really happy with our re reality show uh arms crossed promo photo we put out recently <laughs> no i thought that was like kind of like like hip-hop hooray yeah well i'll tell you what it was we we needed to get because we added his wife to the show full time and we were really like, i think a really good move i think she's idea. she's great and and hold keeps me in check and we were like oh cool we need some new promo photos and literally like the next week we were locked in. So uh, Brian Ward, the great Brian Ward took some other photos, some outtakes from our old afternoons logos. That's us folding our arms as a joke almost. And then uh, Amanda you, just- You didn't do the that. thing where like the Steve Jobs cover where you put your shit yeah. into your face? Yeah, we, we're gonna do that next. That's actually what we're doing. Black and white, turtlenecks. You guys, when JC Penney's opens up or Macy's, you should do, the three of you should take a family photo. Have you done that with your kid? Have you uh, back? We have in the not. We were going to, and then would you go to? Would you like go to Sears? Will you you and Delara take the kid to Sears? If that you can find joke. Sears. Like I think when we get older, yeah. like you know, we have a Trust lot of time of like, yeah, we have like the next nineteen years of Halloween planned out. Oh, that's perfect. And then, except then you get to Halloween and you realize you have no time, and then I put bunny ears on. That's and I was, and then there was an Onion article. Dad barely tried with like <laughs> simple hat. They <laughs> probably saw your Instagram post. Uh, you're not even on. You're not on anything anymore. Right? I'm on. I have a private Instagram. Oh, you just stalking me. That's no. Fair. I think you're you're on it. You you get those. Oh, I see. Instagram you're... has that neat feature where like you can post yeah. stories, but only to certain people. Yeah, I, I think, I'm. Always... I think you're green circled, and yeah, I like I, that. I don't. I'm always happy to make the cut. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh I, yeah, I realize I don't have a lot to say anymore. So why be on social media? 
I think that's no. Look, I, I after a while, I you know I got to promote the podcast. I'm still at a sure. point where I'm I'm not at Joe Rogan's level, never will be. So I got to get the word out. But other than that, maybe once a week I'll post post something about a squirrel fighting a crow in my backyard. I would and I would be into that. Uh, yeah, and I just you know you get tired. Plus, there's no time. There's no like. I'm not one of those people like. Oh, I mean, I think social media is poison, but I'm not like one of those. Look, everyone needs to get off it. Everyone just needs to. I was just oh. like, I don't care. It's mitigated. Everyone's freaking out about this friends thing. It's just time to time to go. I love as we wrap the conversation up and sure. go back to the beginning. I love that that was the thing that finally got you off because I felt that too. Just, <laughs> just let friends happen or not happen. We all know living single came first. We all know. Well, it just, wasn't even that story. It was just like they're doing a thing and everyone had to have like an opinion on it. Yeah. And I'm just I, like, yeah. why? I, I, I reached a point like uh, uh, recently a web-based uh, 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 digital media company reached out to me and, and said, hey, would you like to do a video essay uh, where pit, we're taking pitches? And I thought, yeah, well, I do need some cash. All right, let's do that. All right, then I thought, then I, <laughs> ah, I was very, I'm very fortunate to be asked, but I, I, and, and no disrespect to those who took the gig. I just went, I don't want eight minutes of my opinions on uh, a Tarantino scene or something. I don't need to put this in the world. God bless those that are going to do it. And also you get I paid think, for yeah, it. And I think they're, probably I didn't like... need to put it out there. I turned it down. Lon does those Kramit things, and I enjoy yeah. those, and I have him send them to me, and they're <laughs> they're wonderful. You and Lon uh, communicate a lot, don't you? Lon's the best. I I I, I talk to him like I talk to anyone. You know, once every you know about a week, yeah. once a week. Uh, right. Yeah, we're more than me. Well, yeah, but I mean, not much more. Well, I mean, we, he's, we do. He's great game. though. Lon is a really funny, he's smart guy. Smart. He's one of the best. Dog taco is amazing, though I've not met taco in person. All right, on that note, Nick, I'm gonna let you go. This is a catch up. Yeah, let's uh, end on Lon. Let's end on Lon Harris, and then let's also end on you going over to Force Center in a week or two to talk all about Shadows of the Empire. Definitely, I'm just, still it, not gonna take a photo for it with my crowd. You don't even have to do notes. We'll just do 20 minutes on Shadow of the Empire, and and, you, and it'll be good. All right, cool. Yeah, because I don't know anything about modern Star Wars. But could you get yeah. back on Twitter and and uh, promote the episode and then delete it again uh, you know more people than i do <laughs> you know more people i i i stopped talking to people like like the astros and i'm using this in the strongest of quotes mm. won the world series and then i was like i'm done yeah i'm just gonna hang out peaked yeah i uh, know uh yeah probably i mean i peaked <laughs> in like ninth grade oh i i yeah i peaked in uh i peaked in Great. Yeah. It I got a base and we're just ready. Yeah. Just ready to peak. All right, brother. All right, brother. Uh, Nick Mundy, everybody, stick around for more Saturday Night Knapsack. Hello, I'm 
I'm Doc Skurlock, and this is your SNN Lockdown Health Report, keeping you fit during these tough times. There's a problem going around this nation with people trying to find ways to exercise at their normal, regular rate. And while this shows an enterprise and spirit to make do and maintain your health during this situation that's affected everywhere in the world, but apparently not Michigan or Huntington Beach, California, it is actually more uh, detrimental to your health. And, and these are the tough, true facts you need to know. I have it on good authority that the sugar and fat content in most ice creams and frozen yogurts and most gas station meats is virus resistant. This uh, was information that I had been told, but I couldn't share because I've been banned from accessing my Facebook page. But now three guys in surgeon scrubs that own a series of uh, CVS Minute Clinics in Bakersfield have publicly agreed with me. So thanks to this form of social media peer-based review. I can now firmly stand before all of you right now and confirm right here on the SNN Lockdown Health Report that the best way to get through these times is to just load up on sweet treats and carbs and enjoy Another episode of Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel for the comfort of your couch. The virus sweeping the nation like the Holy Spirit stomping through Egypt will no doubt skip your door thanks to you safely adding on the pounds in the name of good health. It's just good science, people. There'll be time to work out later when we're all allowed to get our haircuts again, which is a God-given ride. Anyway, I hope you have a blessed day. Don't forget to buy my book, Dropout Doctor, Things I Didn't Need to Learn from Medical School by Dr. Skurlock. As always, order now. Get my new personal brand of vitamins that are guaranteed to raise your immunity to common sense. They do come in adult chewable forms for those that didn't grow up. I'm Doc Skurlock for SNN. Stay healthy. If you'd like to leave a comment for the show, just follow Kadapsock at Kadapsock and use the hashtag Saturday Night Napsock. He'll try not to ignore it. We'll be back after this. It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of the show, Behind the Bag, with Ken Napsok and Tom Dagnino. And is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with a passion for all things baseball. Why We Love Star Wars by Ken Napsok is a collection of little love letters to the greatest saga ever told, and a personalized copy can be yours today. Just go to KenNapsuck.com and choose the Shop tab. There, you'll find options to purchase exclusive poster art designed by movie trivia Schmodown star Janine Bryce, a signed copy of Why We Love Star Wars, and collector Napsuck file cards. Already have a copy of the book but still want an author's signature? Then check out the book plate package. Get a signed book plate sticker and a 3D printed keychain sent straight to your spaceship. Go to KenNapsuck.com for pricing and shipping information.
Welcome back to the show. Saturday Night Knapsack will continue shortly. If you'd like to represent the Knapsack Files podcast feed in t-shirt form, don't forget, you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash catnapsack and be the envy of your, well, probably none of your friends. Get the shirts. And now, back to the show. All right, we got another interview coming up here, and I'm so excited to have the chance to do this one. And truth be told, I want to be honest with y'all, this was going to be like a shorter interview. This was like, yeah, hey, let's just do five minutes and, you know, like uh, talk about your product and how we know each other. And uh, we'll call it a night. Don't worry about it. It ended up being much more than that, much longer, and I'm so thankful for that. We got a fun, inspiring story from Chris and Christina coming up here. Uh, they own Dead Celebrity. You've heard me and seen me t- uh, wearing the mask. You've heard me talk about it, all those wonderful things. Uh, you can go to deadcelebrity.com to uh, look at their products and stick around. This interview at the end of it, special announcement, something to help all of you if you're in the need of masks or just want cool apparel stick around let's do this right now here on Saturday Night Napsack alright Napsack Files fans I'm I'm really excited for this little segment you got right here right now it is a chance for me to talk and catch up with someone I've known for a while, and, and it's been a while since we've actually chatted. It's been a while since we've chatted face-to-face, uh, but the power of uh, social distancing via recording now uh, via uh, uh, remote locations makes life somewhat a little easier. I wish we weren't in these times, but somewhat easier to connect with people uh, from the past. And this is someone who uh, I've been following on social media and been connected in that way, but uh, Christina is here with her husband, uh, Chris, and you both have this great company, Dead celebrity and i always go celebrity to drag out the spelling and the best way a, a clothing and apparel shop that's been producing these masks and you knapsack files listeners have heard me talk about these masks many of you have ordered particularly the darth vader mask that's out and we're here with a special announcement about masks forthcoming a little deal for a, a deal for you all uh, just as a headline but now let's get get in here with chris and christina welcome to the knapsack files friends Hi, thanks, Ken. Hey. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. No, this is this is a, a thrill, uh, and and we'll do a little catch up with the audience here, Christina. You and I first met when I was a. I think actually an assistant security director at the Northwood Fashion Center Mall, and you were uh, helping run a collectible uh, toy shop that was in the mall that I've mentioned a lot. There was a couple locations, but this was a nor- you guys opened up the Northridge one, and it was called Halo Thirteen. Right, that's that's where we first met. Yeah, there, and there was one, a location in Palmdale, and there's still one in Burbank. So I definitely recommend people check it out. Yeah, I still pop by the, the Burbank one every once in a while uh, when I'm out there. And and what in it, long story short, is, you know, I loved, you know, it's a day job that wouldn't end for me, but I love parts of the job. And, you know, I get to, I get my coffee in the morning. I, I, you know, you need to spend, spend some time outside the office. And so I'd walk around, you know, okay, I'd walk into Express and chat with the manager, walk into Victoria's Secret, uh, flirt with the girls. All right, this is good. Suddenly, this comic collector toy shop opens up and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out here every day. And that's where I come bothering you, Christina, during your morning uh, morning duties. Are you kidding? You would come in and it would be such a delight. You would give me so much insider tips on shows like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and you're such a pleasure to speak with. So knowledgeable. 
Well, you know, you're, you're saying nice words and I appreciate it. I'm going to accept that grace, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, 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 and I was talking over on the, the four center podcast feed. It's so funny. Like we rank these star Wars figures and I have, I have a pretty giant collection of star Wars figures. Yes. But there was an era where I wasn't collecting and I would walk into your store and be like, Oh God, they released this figure. Oh my God. And I wouldn't get them. I don't know why though. I did buy my job of the hut from you. So uh, that worked. That worked. Um, life goes on. I end up going to screen junkies. I end up working this and, and uh, I think we were connected on uh, social media as often are. And then suddenly this pops up dead celebrity. And this is where I want you to really tell the story, Christina. And then Chris, you get in here too, man, because you, you both have uh, launched uh, your own business, which is not easy. So tell me how this came about. Well, it's actually kind of funny. Speaking of Halo, that's kind of how we launched our T-shirt line. Um, as you know, um, the owner of Halo Thirteen would um, he would vend at like like Comic Cons and and like events and stuff like that. And at the time, I was working as a graphic designer and a screen printer. And he's like, "Hey, man, I want to do this one show, but I don't really want to pay for the full setup. So why don't you split it with me? You can sell some T-shirts." And I'll sell my collectibles and, you know, it'll be good for both of us. And at the time I'm like, I, you know, like I was totally not knowledgeable. I was busy working and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what to print, man. He's like, just, just print a bunch of shirts. So we did, I think we decided on like 12 designs and I printed like a hundred pieces each thinking we we're going to like totally kill it. <laughs> and needless to say, they didn't work out. <laughs> I think we sold like two shirts and one of them to another vendor out of pity. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of like, oh man. So we kind of like broke down and stuff and, yeah. and then, you know, just took a minute and trying to figure it out. And, but at the time it was actually really cool and it kind of sparked like this entrepreneurial spirit in us. And we're like, you know what? We have something that we can work with. I do graphic design. I can do the printing. So we don't really necessarily have to outsource much. We just have to select a good shirt, make sure that it's good quality, and if anybody is really, really hard with the QC, it's Christina, man. She makes sure like everything is perfect. Yeah. So, cause I'm telling you, like, I'm kind of that artistic flair guy where it's like, you know what? It's good enough for government work. Just let it go. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, nope, nope. There's a spot here. We can't do it. We can't give that to the customers. They're not going to like it. So long story short, we just decided to kind of, we decided to focus on what we were into and, you know, we're really into like horror rockabilly sugar skull kind of like that indie kind of um, lifestyle and stuff and it was really hard for us to find really cool stuff so that's why we like decided to play on our name and do like sugar skull versions of celebrities or other musicians and stuff like that yeah. and um we, just, we decided to use a tagline shirts for the rest of us killer tees for killer people yeah and um that's kind of been our niche ever since and we've kind of like after doing a bunch of shows on our own and kind of really working on our niche and our branding and listening to our customers and our fans and friends, I think we've really been able to be fortunate enough to carve out our own little niche in this whole market. I mean, we're not like super horror, but we're not, and, you know, we have a little touch of geek. We have a little touch of weird. I mean, we're like kind of right in the middle. So, you know, hopefully we have something for everybody. And, um, one other thing that we're really working towards is offering the extended sizes and true to true to size plus size extended size shirt because you know christina and i have a little bit of fluff on us so we want to make sure we represent <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> hey fluff's a good thing and 
I want this is fascinating. I love this. I love hearing not just the entrepreneur spirit, but the reasons for it and how it came to be. I want you, you, you both to take me to that moment where you're sitting having a discussion about, all right, hey, this would be a good idea because we all have those ideas at some point. We all have that thought. What if I was to do this? And doing this, whatever that is, might be some sort of risk. This was a risk. And you're just saying your first, quote, unquote, your first show, you sell two shirts, uh, which is a pain, by the way. I once purchased $800 worth of wrestling T-shirts, convinced I'd make 2000 bucks. Uh, I sold three, and the rest got stolen from my car. So, you know, <laughs> I pulled back. You guys pushed forward, but that's not easy. Take me to that conversation as best you can. Christina, Chris, tell me about what made you go, yep, you know what? We're going to take this leap. You know what? I think it has to be with customer feedback from us. Uh, just saying, you know, I really like the quality of the shirt. I've washed it a million times and it still looks good. And you guys are really personable. I see you guys at shows and we just keep pushing. And even, even now with the feedback that we've been getting from, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and it, that's the part that really makes me either well up, like, tears, crying, you know, sad, happy tears, really. But it's just the customers at the end of the day. And, really. And to be a little bit more specific, like, yeah, to Christina's point, it's definitely been that. But I think that moment um, was we kind of like, we were like really in it, like half in, half out. And again, through our mutual friend that um, has, a, has a store, has Halo, he had the opportunity to get a spot at San Diego Comic-Con. So he's like, dude, we got to split this. Cause you know, San Diego is like, you know, the Mecca. So, and it came with a Mecca price. Um, So (laughs) he's like, dude, we really have to split this. We really have to split this. So we're like, okay, you know what? It's San Diego. Definitely. We're going to do it. And I think it was at that show because we, I did, we had ideal placement. We had really good placement, but there was a lot of miscommunication Mm. Um, about our setup. So we had, like, we thought we were going to have like a 10 by 20 space so that we'd have plenty of space for him and all his collectibles, us with all our body forms and shirts and, and merchandising. And it just turned out we had to split one 10 by 10 spot. And at that point it was just like, whoa, we brought so we brought like two trucks full of merchandise. So we had to find creative ways to display mm. and merchandise everything. And it was, at first it was like, it was so irritating. It was so like, oh my God, it was so like disheartening. But as we pushed to the show and we were starting to make sales and we were starting to get a lot of positive feedback and people were like, wow, you know, your stuff is different. Like it's, it's not, I mean, there's a lot of comic stuff here, but yours is a little different. Mm. Um, and it was at that point that I was like, you know what? I, I, it became a passion. It's like, you know, I'm glad that people are starting to see you, you know, all the hard work that we put into this, you know, and, and the money and the effort and everything. And it's kind of like, okay. And at that point I really strive to like provide really good quality. And I wanted us to do stuff. Like I didn't want to like half-ass anything um, because I, I, the way I saw it was like, you know, if I was going to, I'm, I'm a really cheap guy. I'm not even going to lie. So if I'm going to spend 30 bucks on a t-shirt, I want to make sure that I really like and enjoy the shirt and it's good quality. So I kind of put my mindset like, you know, out there. It's like, okay, if, if I'm not the only person that's going to be like this, so let me make sure that I take care of all bases right. covered and everything is good. So I think it was really that moment that really drove us to be like, you know what? We have something here. 
let's yeah. push, let's keep going. And we've had a lot of ups and downs, more downs and ups, but mm-hmm. but it's it's still good though. Like I feel like now it's just it's another extension of us. So that's a great way to look at the this business and, and the small business spirit and extension of you, your passions in it, and, and you can feel it. And yeah, it's really good. Yeah, not that I would have expected anything else, but I don't own any of your shirts or anything yet. Yet keyword yet. Uh, and so when I ordered this and the masks came, and and Grace uh, has two uh, that she's going to display on Instagram shortly as well. Like she, she said it, she's like, oh, these are these, these are really good quality. So you guys put that in your work. You're not just. You're not, you're not half-assing it, and, and and it's great that you have uh, Christine in your corner, Chris, to make sure you're 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 full-assing it. Uh, oh, yeah. We need those people, but I see that a lot with businesses or podcasts or, or or writing projects and everything. You see a lot of like great idea, dive in, and then it just slowly dissipates. You guys had the see it through to the end thing down here, and the story's still going, which is nice. But I I, I think you give yourself kudos for that, and it sounds like sounds like you are sounds like you're aware of. Uh, the, the, the success that you've had so far and, and the struggles, but uh, I, I think you probably appreciate your own journey. That's good. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely an interesting story. Yeah. And it fulfills you. So let's talk about these masks here. Um, look, obviously what's going on. Um, you know, I always, I always talk here in the Napsack files. We, you can have all the emotions about this thing. You could be uh, upset. You can be afraid. You could be bored. You can be sad. You can be all the things. This is something we've all never gone through uh, in our time, in our generation. Um, and among those things is this this mask order. I'm looking around, and then it pops up on my Instagram feed, and and make sure you guys are following them at Dead Celebrity, uh, and I, uh, with uh, the celebrity is B R I T E E at the end. We'll talk about how they came to that name in a second. Uh, I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing you, Christina, and all these masks. And I'm like, well, this is a win and a win. I got someone I know, someone who I want to support, and I get to protect my face. So, what made you guys come up with the masks? Well, it's uh, supply and demand. I mean, people need them. And right now with the shortage, with the COVID-19 coronavirus, uh, we kind of shifted gears from t-shirts and started with masks. Um, the masks are antimicrobial, uh, kids and adults, but um, we wanted to make sure that they're comfortable. And it's really just boils down to the needing of it, especially when they came out with the... Um, the the, the mandate yeah the mandate that everybody has to wear the mask then it becomes a necessity now yeah and look that's just uh, uh that's just smart business and i mean that i don't mean that cynically at all that's smart business because i'm sure your your business making these cool shirts and designs and everything was going to take a hit if it hadn't already because uh, not a lot of t-shirts are being ordered during this time and delivering them's a problem you know well yeah and, and i think actually like to begin with, like when we saw what was happening and, you know, I think we kind of joined the masses and looking for toilet paper and hand sanitizer and masks and couldn't find any of it. So at that point, it's kind of like, whoa, like this is, this is serious. This is real. So I think what we decided to do was like, you know what, let's just kind of switch gears here. Let's pivot. Let's try to provide something that people need. And, you know, we were, we tested like several different styles and fits until we finally, you know, came up with the one that we have now. And, and it was, it was more about supplying because we wanted to take care of our, pe- our fellow people. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, like when we first launched, we were, you know, we launched them at like eight ninety five, um, and you could buy five for $35 um, because we wanted to like, just get them out there to the masses and make sure that people like had them and that, and it's, and we donated such, you know, so many and stuff. And it was just like, we wanted to make sure people were healthy. And now that it's kind of starting to taper off, you know, and, and now that there's, 
you know, there's still the need, we figure like, let's just have fun with it. Let's, you know, let's be creative and let's be expressive, just like our shirts and, and everything else. Let's show yeah. people how we decide to rock. So we started coming up with like different designs and versions. So, yeah, that, that's great. So when I, when I, um, when I saw it up on Instagram and I go to order on the website, I, I ordered, uh, I ordered one for myself and I have to send a picture of that one out to the public. It's a cool one. It's kind of like a blue red stripe with a black base and i i was like oh i look like i'm a member of cobra fighting gi joe this is what i need um and then i got uh, i got two for grace like the skull she loves skulls and she loves bats and so you, you you have masks for that and then so i ordered it and then uh you know i i never i'm one of those people i just never assume if anyone that i never assume that anyone remember will remember me so i <laughs> I wrote you, Christina, like, hi, I used to come in and annoy you. I talked G.I. Joe with coffee. Um, and oh, you you're awesome. We're so nice. And then uh, you guys, full disclosure, sent me a, a Darth Vader mask. Like, hey, just try this one out and see if you like it. And, and, and I got to tell you something. If you can picture this, and, and a lot of the Knapsack Files listeners, you've seen that photo of me, and you have ordered ones yourselves, specifically the Vader one. I... Uh, recently lost my my Camry, my old Camry in a car accident. So my my friend Paul, who who uh, you uh, was one of the off duty police officers that worked with me for a while, Christine at the mall, he sold me his old Mustang, and so I had to get out of the house. And I know you know there's some debate of whether or not you should do this. I just went for a drive, and I it was a sunny day. I put the top down in the old this old beat up 2002 Mustang put up some rock music and I put on my beanie and my Darth Vader mask and I drove around and it was it was the most relaxed i felt in a while just imagine this image of this crazy white dude driving around with a darth vader mask on and i loved it i i, I might never take it off when i drive <laughs> gangster can yeah. uh, because you know with my friend christian rubicaba from the the show the wangers he tweeted out and it's so true you know with these masks on if you wear them while you're driving no one can sing you see you sing along to the songs at at, at full uh, volume and that's true that's been added you benefit to mariah carey all you want <laughs> exactly what I'm singing. So, um, and uh, as we wind down here, this is uh, exciting to announce. You guys are not done with the Star Wars designs. You got some shirts on this website here too that I'm looking at. I'm like, ooh, you got some Star Wars style and in, in your specific style. That's great. Um, you are launching, and we got Star Wars Day coming up here shortly. You're launching uh, some new Star Wars related designs, correct? Yeah, we're actually launching a, a small line of limited edition May the Fourth. Uh, inspired masks um, just to kind of, you know, throw a little fun out there. Um, and in doing so, it's going to be a limited run. Um, we're going to have them on sale until Friday of next week. Um, and then what we'd like to offer is to your listeners and to anybody that you care to pass along, we're going to offer a 20% off discount of Knapsack 20. Okay. Uh, and that'll be applicable not just to the mask, but anything in our store. So if there's anything that you like, and just let us know. Use that code. You'll get 20% off and always domestic, free domestic shipping. Love that. So to uh, to the Knapsack Files listeners, go, uh, if you want to, not just a mask. If you already got a mask, if you're out there and you got yourself that Vader mask and you're like me, you're wearing it and you have to wash it again and then wear it again. Uh, and you want something else, you want to check it out. There's a lot of stuff on this website. And again, it's deadcelebrity.com. I'll put the link in the description of the podcast on Anchor. Sometimes those uh, podcast descriptions, if you're listening on other platforms, they don't translate. Anchor has the actual app active links. Uh, you can go there and uh, put in Napsock 20 and you'll get 20% off. Uh, like I said, any purchase, uh, a, a hoodie, a hat, a shop at ease. This great little section you guys got here, which is... Uh, 
some uh, little, uh, uh, you got a towel. Oh my God, you got a towel. There's a lot of uh, a Squatch Life shirt. Oh, my friend, my friend Scribbler needs this shirt, a Squatch Life shirt. Um, a lot of good stuff. So number one, I appreciate you guys doing that and recognizing um, uh, my audience who, by the way, listeners, you guys have done a great job. Every email you sent to them, uh, this wasn't just some nameless company. This this is someone I knew, and, and, and Chris now by proxy, you're my friend too. Um, like this, this is this is how it works. They're helping us with these masks. We're also supporting them, putting food on their table while they're keeping us safe to go home to our loved ones. It's a good. It's as it's as Obi Wan Kenobi told the Gungans, Christina, in Episode One, a symbiote circle, right? Right. <laughs> And your your audience, your followers, your friends, everybody has been so appreciative. So, I mean, we're appreciative. They're so happy. They're so thankful. And I can't ask for any better customers than that. They're, they you know shout your praise that they love you that, you know, hey, Ken sent me or it's it just it's really humbling. And I just really want to thank you for being my friend from the beginning over there and even till now, just, I just want to say thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. And, and, and one of the lessons, you know, I have to teach myself to take the praise and I, I and I appreciate you being so, so kind and, and uh, remembering the old days, the old ties uh, back when I used to walk around a mall in a suit, uh, uh, talking star Wars with you in there. And, and I appreciate it. And, and to the Napsack Files listeners, this is all because of you. And now you get to maybe, uh, enjoy some of the more rewards before I let you go. I do want to know dead, dead celebrity. I keep saying it like that. It's dead celebrity, but, uh, the two E's on the end. Why, why that? Cause I love it. Like a t-shirt. Well, again, it goes back to like how we started. Um, uh, oh, I didn't even pick that up. Oh, sorry, Chris. That's, oh my God, I'm a dummy. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's basically like Sugar Skull versions and, and kind of like zombie versions of some of our favorite celebrities and, and stuff. But it kind of grew from that. So Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> So do it. Uh, do it here. It is all, the, by the way, folks, they do this themselves. And uh they create them make them and send them out right you you uh so you got a lot of a uh, lot of things you've been sending out lately uh so i appreciate you you got you got it out really timely uh which is important for the masks but you know i, I just uh want the listeners to know this is this is this is a two-person operation correct for the most part right yeah, yeah. yeah. we have we have a small little team that's helping us out as well too because uh, you can't have a lot of people at the warehouse right now. It's a max of you know, five to six people at a time. And even still, it's it's always been me and Chris for the most part. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, even some of the, the masks that have come in. I mean, Chris was talking about quality control. Some of the Vader ones were a little bit on backstock because of the color. It was a little color issue with the print. And, you know, I couldn't just send that out just because, uh, you know, it had to be right. If your follower saw you with the, the proper color of mask, I want to make sure it gets to everybody like that. So, um, yeah, but shipping now, 100%. We're good. <laughs> We've had a chance yeah, to catch up, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. And please, when we're uh, Christina, you know, when we're allowed to move about the cabin freely, uh, let's uh, let's all meet up and uh, toast to uh, old times and uh, this great uh, company and the, and the stuff and the work you're doing now. Uh, yeah. 
Love it. All right, Knapsack Files listeners, you got the, you got it. Uh, Knapsack File, uh, Knapsack 20, Knapsack 20, get that right, Ken. Knapsack 20, get you 20% off that celebrity. But it's more than just that. It's more than just shopping. You're supporting some good people and two people who decided to, to take a risk and chase a dream, something that is big and important to a lot of things I talk about here in the Knapsack Files. So help uh, them, and uh, it's a symbiote circle. It is exactly like Obi-Wan Kenobi told the Gungans, which is something we all can believe in. All right, stick around. Knapsack Files, the Saturday Night Knapsack episode rolls on. What is going on? Can the news be trusted? And has the government begun a distraction campaign to keep us away from the truth. I'm Nolan Guthrie with a special Mysteries and the Unexplained Update. Hello, I am Nolan Guthrie and I am broadcasting from a secure location deep inside my protective bunker in the Pacific Northwest. That is all I'll get if you try to trace this audio recording. You will find yourself in a virtual dead end. <laughs> all right. Uh, I am uh, here tonight for only a short time. Calling in from the bunker can be difficult. Obviously, full episodes of Mysteries and the Unexplained are hard to produce during the times of the COVID-19 related lockdown. Something I overall understand. I want that to be made clear. I understand this pandemic is serious. I understand that there are some repercussions, sickness, illness, even unfortunately death. I don't take any of that lightly, but I think it's wise to question when the toilet paper is missing, who is taking the shits? One news story this week that caught the attention of everyone, and I uh, contacted the producers of the Knapsack Files and said, I must comment on it this week. It's something we've talked about before, but uh, the Pentagon, not the building, but the folks that work inside of it. And I put quotations around the word inside, for I believe the Pentagon is mostly a shell for the real military leaders at least in terms of them working in another location. And the Pentagon you see there is really just one large Dunkin' Donuts. But the Pentagon has confirmed that uh, video footage that was very familiar to many of us here in the Mysteries and the Unexplained audience, footage that has been circulating, as they even admit, in the public domain for unauthorized releases uh, in two, from 2007 and 2017. Uh, this is uh, footage that has been going around of uh, the Navy and their pilots following unexplained figures in the sky this this official confirmation from the pentagon has uh, turned heads and in fact turned too many heads and that i do believe is the problem we are so used to uh, buying into these headlines and then failing to ask the questions and then sometimes i fear we fail to ask the questions of the questions so as I put down my MRE food that I am eating and keeping my to keep myself in 
uh, the best of shape during these times. I also engage in 10 sit-ups and uh, 4 push-ups from my knees per day to maintain my figure. I will say this. Uh, this footage has gone around for a long time, and I do believe it might show that uh, objects of an unknown origin have been here on Earth, something we truly believe here at Mysteries and the Unexplained. But the real, the real story here is that the government has released this footage, uh, confirmed it for the general population, for the masses, to hide the true story. And that is that the next release from the rock and roll trio known as Blink-182 has been buried, buried by the U.S. government. That is right. The band, which is now uh, made up of Mark Huppis, Travis Barker, and Matt Skiba, mm, uh, have recorded a new studio album, but they have found the album locked away by government officials. This is because their former member, Tom DeLong, a founding member of the beloved pop-punk trio, has turned his eyes and his vast resources to discovering the truth of UFOs in this world. I do believe the U.S. government feels that Tom DeLonge and his organization have begun to be, mm, shall we say, moved too close to the truth. These videos uh, have uh, been out there before. We've been very familiar with these videos. And the reason we are very familiar with these videos is Tom DeLonge helped put these out on his website, Strange Times which, as we all know, strange times just might as well be called the hard truth. We do believe here that mysteries in the unexplained, and we are submitting that the confirmation by the Pentagon is part of an attack on the former pop-punk darling. We don't have uh, as much information as we'd like to show this, to prove this. It's a story that we are working on. So while you look to the skies and wonder what the Pentagon is hiding from you and what they have been hiding from you, for instance, I do believe the fast food restaurant train chain Del Taco is actually alien owned and operated because the aliens came to Earth, tried Taco Bell, and thought they could improve upon it. The government has always hid things from you. But more importantly, it's what they let you know that you have to be worried about. Because when they do that, it just might be something else they're burying deeper in the sand. It's unfortunate that Blink-182 and the surviving members, or the members who have stayed in the band, I don't want to suggest that there has been death in their ranks it's a shame that they just want to uh, create three-minute happy songs about the struggles of growing up at 50. But they can't because the government is afraid of the truth as presented to the world by Tom DeLong. We'll have more updates on the story. And once again, and as always, I want to thank 
the Knapsack Files Corporation, a Morning Drive Media, and the show here is Saturday Knapsack for letting me uh, broadcast all of you from my bunker. I want you all to know I'll be out soon. And so will the truth. We'll see you next time on Mysteries and the Unexplained. friends we hope nolan guthrie gets out of that bunker one of these days for more full episodes of mysteries and the unexplained i i love checking the youtube comments on the videos that are up there on the ken Napsack youtube page uh, maybe people should listen, listen a little more carefully um hey i am out of here but before we do don't forget to check out the other things i do including the afternoons of josh ken and amanda the force center podcast and casterly talk we just had a great episode over the weekend Recorded live in front of a YouTube and Facebook live audience. I tried to multi-stream. Ooh, Ken's getting fancy, but most importantly, it is a, a great podcast. Uh, Thomas Risling was on this week, and he prepared this great kind of look at some of the events uh, that we uh, have learned from the book Fire and Blood, the kind of the Targaryen history book, volume one uh, by George R. R. Martin, and how that uh, will lead to the events of the Dance of the Dragons, the big Targaryen civil war that kind of changes a lot of things, and might be, very well could be the centerpiece of the next Game of Thrones related show, uh, Song of Ice and Fire show on HBO. So uh, check that out. Casterly Talk, still going strong. Uh, so happy to do that. Go to KenAppsuck.com for more information on all the things I'm doing, but you've heard me talk enough. Let's get on out of here. We'll see you next week on Saturday Night Napsack. <laughs>